Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, Ari Manis. You might think, oh, he only has five different shirts. Yeah, I have five favorite shirts. I've had this shirt for years. I wear it all the time. I wore it in the last intro because I made that intro yesterday, and I'm not around people, so I'm wearing the same shirt two days in a row. Do something about it. F you. Uh, today we have an amazing guest. She's so funny. Her name's Laura Bites. If you're not familiar with her, here is a little clip of her stand-up. I have done things for my appearance since living here that I could never have imagined in my wildest nightmares living back in the Midwest. I paid an Armenian woman. I gave my money to her. To burn the hair off of my asshole with a laser beam. in Wisconsin. There, you keep your ass hair. That's for survival. You need that. The more the better. Come winter, honestly. If you don't want yours, I'll take yours. I'm trying to survive. Otherwise, you have to put a mitten in your butt crack or something. I don't know what you do. You wouldn't just go out into the elements like that, though. But no, not here. Here, you're a fucking loser if you got ass hair. So I went to this lady's place. I don't know what you, an office, I guess. <laughs> went to the ass hair office and I was not her first customer. She was not shy. She right, <laughs> she right away was like, hold your butter part with your hands. I was like, oh my goodness, okay. Boy, you really never know what you're gonna get with a group on, do you? <laughs> Didn't realize I'd be participating in the procedure today. Happy to help me, what am I gonna do, say no? I can't, she has a laser beam. So I was like, okay, there it is, you see it? Uh, and then she lit my ass on fire. I screamed, a new sound I never heard myself make before because she lit my ass on fire. And then she said to me, it hurts because there is a lot of hair back there. I was like, am I getting heckled by the ass hair bitch right now? Is that, is that where we're at? I was like, yeah, you know, I noticed there was some hair back there. It's actually what brings me in today, believe it or not. I didn't just wander in off the street to show you my asshole. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> and she did finish it. She did a nice job. <laughs> now it's very smooth. Smoother than it needs to be, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Now without my clothes on, I look like a stack of pancakes. And it's been a long time since someone put syrup on these pancakes. <laughs> if you know what I mean, and you do, because you threw up in your throat there. Sorry about that. And that, my friends, was Lara Bites. Isn't she funny? She's so funny. 
in the conversation, her voice isn't the same as in her stand-up. Her stand-up, she embellishes her Wisconsin accent just a little bit or wherever she's from. I can't remember. She says it in the episode, so enjoy. You hate the creepy bit? Yeah. <laughs> but even if it's a hot guy like me, <laughs> yes. I understand if you hated it if it was like Matt Lockwood doing it because he's obese. <laughs> but me, I'm a good looking dude being creepy towards you. You should be like, oh, all right. Yeah, I'll breathe for you, daddy. I should be flattered. You should just be. Is a hydrant flattered when a dog pees on it? Depends on the dog. I don't think it does. If it's like a good-looking husky, I think the hydrant and an feels old, nothing. An old shitty hydrant, mm-hmm. yeah, the hydrant feels nothing because it's shut down. Because <laughs> it's an inanimate ab- object. Because it wish it put its mind somewhere else. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm good. I think I was. I'm good. If we played tennis right now, who do you think would win? I think you would win. Hell yeah! Because I heard that you played in like high school or college. No, never. You've never played before? Not on a team or anything. Have you played a lot recreationally? Recreation, Not a lot, but... Enough to beat I me. I could play. Yeah. Like, Do you have a fast serve? I think someone who was good at tennis wouldn't think I had a fast serve, but I think any comedian would think I had a fast serve. I have the slowest, most accurate serve in the game. I that, can get it in that box. I want to play you right <laughs> now. I want to skip the podcast and just play tennis. I'm now. down to tell you the truth. Okay, well, do you want to play after? you have time? To yeah. do it too? Yeah. To do the podcast, me and... Ra- Are you playing Rachel today? No. Uh, I might be playing her tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And do you want me to go easy on you? I mean, today, if we finish at three and then go to the courts at my place at Culver City, we'll get there at four. Mm-hmm. And then I have plans at 7.30. And I have to eat dinner. So you're saying we shouldn't do it today? We probably shouldn't do it today. Okay. I would be down. Tomorrow's Wednesday. I would be down on Thursday. Okay, maybe. I might or be going to San Friday. Diego. Yeah. We'll talk about it later. We'll see. Yeah, this isn't the time. Yeah. Unless, I don't know, maybe people like the real life aspect of podcasting. Maybe they're like, oh, cool. They're scheduling. They hang out. And just so you guys know. I don't know, think anyone will think that that's cool. And just so you guys know <laughs> listening, they're thinking, oh, cool. Look, they're planning to hang out again. It's not a date. 
get your mind out of the gutter. Why would you even say that? Why would they? Because people that? think whenever a man and a woman plan to do something that it's a date. You've never noticed that. Even like if, if, it's if like you saw two people at the comedy store make plans to play tennis, and it was a guy and a girl. One of them would walk away, and you nudge them, and you go, "Oh, tennis." It would depend on who it, it was. That's what people would say about us. I don't think so. Yeah, you'd walk away, and someone would nudge me, and they'd go, "Laura, Laura," and and then if I walked away, they'd nudge you, and they'd go, "Oh, no, Ari. they wouldn't." No, they wouldn't. They'd go, "Good for you, Ari. He's out of your league." That's what they say. <laughs> Maybe that's just how guys talk to each other about women. No, girls do it too. I for sure had girls do that to me. Oh, look at her. I don't think anyone would do that to me. Come on. No. Come I won't on. I will not. You've never walked out you've never talked to a girl. I'm not or a saying guy. it's never happened, but never and always are two very different Usually. Things. Usually is right there in the middle. It would have to no, depend who it then was. Right there in the middle would be Sometimes half the time. Yeah. Usually is 80%. Yeah. So. 80% of the time you walk away from talking to a guy, your friend is going to go, oh. No. Fucking that guy. No, because my friends know I play tennis. I play tennis with all kinds of people. Who's the ugliest guy you've ever played tennis with? (laughs) That's so fucking mean. I can't say that. Number one ugly dude. (laughs) Male comic so people could look him up. Who's the ugliest male comic you've played with? <laughs> I can't. I can't say that, but I do have a name in my he head. One popped up, the ugliest one. How ugly is he? He's like, um, I don't know. I mean. What race is he? He's white. White. Okay. Fat or skinny? Medium. Average weight. Overweight? No, average weight. Average weight. Yeah. Bad teeth? <laughs> no. Normal teeth. He's not even. What's so ugly about he's him? He's not even that ugly. He's not even ugly. He's just the ugliest guy. I don't you think so. You I, play with. I don't think I've play ever played dudes. tennis with an ugly man or woman. Well, I was in a group text with you with a bunch of people you play tennis with. Yeah. And I don't think any of them are good looking. Who do you think is okay? But are they tied for what they look like? Because I think they are. Yeah, they're all about tie. Yeah, equally yeah. ugly. They're all ugly. <laughs> Am I being mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're totally being mean. None of them are ugly. Well, we didn't say their names. None so of them are ugly. Me? Yeah, they're all ugly. None of them are stopping traffic in any way. You're right. They're all average. Yeah. Yeah, they're all average people. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't call any of them ugly, and I wouldn't call any of them hot. It's weird that I got kicked out of the group text because I was the hot one. You got kicked out of the group text because you had a Samsung and you sent a pornographic image I in did? like your first day of Wait, being in the group. Wait, what image did I send? You sent like a woman getting like something sexual. I don't remember what it was. Really? I don't remember this either. Was Are you sure it, I did that? Yeah. Yeah. You sent you like sent, full nudity? You sent like a hot chick in her underwear. Oh, that's not pornographic. It was pornographic to the group. That's those sexy. guys got horny when you pornographic said that. Pornographic is nude, is breast showing, nipples. That, no, areolas. those guys got horny, dude. It's COVID. They had to remove you because also you had a Samsung. You got removed because yeah. you had a Samsung. Yeah, I wonder and if normally there's a way we can I could like be, each other's stuff, love it, exclamation pointed, ha ha. And with your Samsung, we couldn't do that even to each other. I have a uh, iCloud. I have iChat on my MacBook. I could get back into the group text via that. 
and then just I wouldn't see it a lot of the time unless I'm on my computer. I don't know anything about that. You don't you've never seen you've never chatted with people from your laptop? If not I, I don't know, man. They have iMessage now. It syncs with your phone. Or if you don't have an iPhone, you could do it through your Yeah, so computer. I've never had to do that. And no one's ever told me that they were doing that. I have, mm. I've always had an iPhone. Mm. One of those girls. Huh? Not always, but... Would you date a guy with an Android phone? Yes. Is it a turnoff? I feel like every guy I date has an Android phone. Because they're poor or because they just are nerds? Because they're nerds. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Yeah. A lot of girls say that it's unattractive that I have an Android. It's not attractive because <laughs> there's just less well, we is, can do. Is having an iPhone attractive? It's. I mean, it's cooler to be able to like FaceTime and react. I kind of like that people don't FaceTime me. Well, then you've got the right phone. Yeah. But it's not. I don't like that I'm not included in a lot of group texts. Yeah. You were excluded from this one specifically because of that. Not So that and the porno or just that? I mean, you'd have to talk to the rest of the group, you know? I, I feel like only... Omid was the leader of it. I The deciding factor. Nobody liked the image. Uh-huh. The deciding factor. I think they did like it. They pretended not to like it. Everyone pretended to dislike that yeah. you sent that photograph. Yeah. And you were excluded. You were removed from the group. So because... the factor was the photograph. No, it oh. was your Samsung. Got you would it. still be in the group now if it wasn't. If you had an iPhone. What if I come back through my MacBook, and but send I send, more porn? this time I'm sending real porn. If, you, if you're calling that porn, I'm <laughs> going to send real porn. I think that they'll delete you again. <laughs> <laughs> but if I send equal to the last one? I think that they'll delete you. Really? Maybe. Probably just to make a point now. You know what? I don't want to be in a group with people that are sensitive over a girl. I mean, you're not even going to try to find lingerie. out. Lingerie. It'll hurt my feelings. Oh, really? Yeah. Even if you're doing a bit to try to get yourself removed? Sending a girl in a bikini, getting me removed, that means they don't like me on a personal level. I didn't want to see it. I compared it, my body to it. That's okay. I give you motivation. You're welcome. <laughs> it doesn't motivate me. It just bumps me out. It could be both. Some, sometimes the best motivation bums you out. No, it doesn't. No? No, I don't think you can hate yourself into something you love. I heard that quote once. It, I connected with Say it. Say that to every hot girl with a bad relationship with her mom. With a mom that called but her But she doesn't love up. herself because she's hot now. She is hot and feels like shit. At least guys want to fuck her. Yeah, but who cares? Guys want to fuck everything. Not me. I don't want to fuck everything. But you do fuck a lot of women who you don't First even off, who you don't even like. I let the record straight. I'm basing this on I don't on, fuck a lot of women. I'm basing I fuck this on a one normal story. amount of women. <laughs> I'm basing this on one story about you having sex with one person. Okay, so that was unfair. Okay, so that's not a lot of women. But you didn't like her. Yeah, but I like the way she looked. So where does that get her? Well, if I gave her a chance, I wanted to like her. Listen, I go, I go into every relationship wanting to like the woman. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Would you like to? Yeah. I'm talking about the one where she gave you shit for not wearing a mask and then like hugged you. And you were like, you don't know me. And then you had sex with her. And I believe oh, never called her. Yeah. She was like a super liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was being annoying. Yeah. She was being annoying. And you had sex with her. Yeah. With no plans to ever talk to her again. No. And then you didn't talk to her ever again. Correct. No, I still, I don't ghost women. You still talk to her? No. Well. But I didn't ghost, I wasn't like. Did you say I never want to talk to you again? No, would never say that. How did it end? 
it ended saying with her saying, I miss you, and I hearted that I miss you. <laughs> That's psychotic. Of me or her? Of you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's psychotic of everybody. First of all, you guys hung out once, and then she said she missed you? I don't think she meant it like, you're my boyfriend, I miss you. It was like a sweet gesture. It wasn't. Yeah, I That's didn't take gross. it as crazy. If you it met was, one time and she said that, that's disgusting. But it wasn't, she wasn't saying it like, I'm crazy and I love you and I miss you. It was, miss you. Like I say I miss you to people that I shouldn't be saying I miss you to. I have never said I like, miss I you would to someone you I a text, met once. I would send you a text saying I miss you. But it would be funny and I would laugh. And it would be a joke. That's what it was. That's what this was. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. <laughs> Okay. I guess I don't. That's crazy. It's also insane of you to heart it and then not say any words. Should, what would you have done? Say I miss you back? I would say I don't miss you and this isn't That's going anywhere. That's so mean. <laughs> yeah, this is coming from the girl who someone asked you to get coffee and you said, I don't want to get coffee. That's a I waste of my time. I didn't say that. I didn't you say that. It. And that's a private story I told you before we were rolling. It's okay. You're still... I don't like to get coffee with people. I do like to play tennis with people. So here's this the, person I uh, like, I'll tell you I redirected some, yeah, the coffee into a game of tennis. Here's a, something that you what you did was a big time move because if someone with Hollywood clout asked you to get coffee, you'd be like, I would love to get coffee. I'd be like, would you like to play tennis? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. If Adam Sandler texted you and said, hey... Laura, do you want to get coffee? Okay, well, you're You'd right. Say, I see this person I as a... I would love to get coffee I with you, I see this Adam. person as a peer. I see Adam Sandler as being ahead of me in his see? career. I'll grant you, you that. You phony bitch. So you think I communicated to this person... I want you to think I about for the future. her as being in the same position as Adam Sandler. I think that's different than big-timing okay, someone. That's big-timing. For the future, <laughs> when someone asks you to do something, I want you to close your eyes. It's, unless you dislike the person, I want you to close your eyes and think to me think to yourself if this was adam sandler asking me this what would i do no because no because fuck everybody <laughs> no that's not kind you're a kind person that doesn't mean Hollywood i have to treat everyone you. like they're a movie star yeah you need to treat everyone like no movie i don't star. yes you do no i don't yes you no do. i don't then you're a bad person no i'm not Bad person. Why am I a bad person? Big time. You're a big time Hollywood phony now. Okay. I'm big time. Yeah. Wow. I'll step into my power. You've changed. Yeah, I when have. I met you, yeah, you were thank like, God I fucking changed. You, That's the whole point you, of life is to change. You were fat. You were nice. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> you were fat. You were so sweet. <laughs> I would have been like, you want to get coffee? And you'd be like, oh my God, I'd love to. Now yeah, it's like that coffee. that is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Well, I didn't get thin by not playing tennis. I'll tell you that. I didn't get thin by you sitting on my fat ass drinking coffee. You can get coffee and play tennis and coffee enables more bowel movements. That's Helps what I suggested. Skinny. I was like, would you like to have, would you like to drink coffee right. while playing tennis? All right. I'll give you credit. At least you said, let's do something else. Yeah. But you didn't even know that he or she played tennis when you I asked? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. In this case. You did suggest something else. It was nice. Okay. You weren't like, no, peace. No, thanks. If it was Renee Lancaster offering to get Why? coffee, It's I'd so say, mean that you have I'd a person who's your no example thanks, of someone you don't care about or respect. <laughs> I don't have an example. 
if it was I'm him. not like, well, if Renee Lancaster, <laughs> first and last name of a person who's a great example of someone I don't respect or value. If Renee Lancaster said, Ari, do you want to get coffee? I'd say, no, thanks. And I wouldn't suggest anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, I'll, I'll see you around, though. But you know what? I think that that's okay, too. It's okay to say no to shit you don't want to do. I think it's incredibly important to say no to shit you don't want to do. You can say He's, no thanks. I think if, if it's for the right reasons. It's okay. I think you can say no thanks t- for any reason if some- no. it's something is something you don't want to do. Yeah, but some reasons are nice and some reasons aren't. I think that there's a nice and a mean way to say things. Like the reason that I would say no to Renee Lancaster <laughs> is because I don't enjoy being around his presence. <laughs> but do you think he would ever ask you to have coffee? He has. No way. Oh, yeah. Then this is mean. Yeah, this is me. I'm being mean to Renee yeah. Lancaster. <laughs> He's asked you to get coffee. Bless his little heart. He's asked me to get lunch, coffee, kick it. Um, He said kick it? Probably. Oh, he says shit like that. (laughs) Yeah, he's from San Diego. (laughs) He's asked me to... uh, Oh, one time I threw an intervention for him before you were hanging around. You threw an intervention? I was hosting Potluck. And he's not, as you, you did know, not stage an intervention while hosting potluck. I did, yeah. So I had. Sorry, that's so fucked up. So I had all the door guys <laughs> come up and say why they think he should stop drinking alcohol <laughs> on stage. That's so fucked No, it's because I'm a nice guy and I want to see, help him get better. That's so it fucked did, up. It didn't work, but I tried. It's you did it on counts. stage at his work in front of an audience. That's to let him know how serious it is. <laughs> so fucked up. That is, you made a comedy performance out of an intervention. That's why I think it didn't work. He thought at the end of the night, he thought I was like kind of joking when I wasn't. <laughs> did everybody laugh? There were moments. Yeah, there were moments of it laughter. It was a comedy performance. So that's why. But it wasn't. If it was a real comedy performance. Your eye is twinkling. You know that's hilarious. It's fucked okay, up, it was but you funny. knew it was hilarious. Yeah, it was funny, but you if it, it was a real funny. You performance, didn't. <laughs> then it would have been scripted and written. You planned it ahead of time. You but, knew what you were going to say. No, I didn't know what I was going to say. You knew you were going to do an intervention. I knew I was going to do an intervention, but Just it was a real intervention. That's how real interventions are. You know you're going to do a real intervention. People write letters. That's not. There's no letter intervention. Um, well, something doesn't have to be scripted and rehearsed to be a comedy You're right, performance. It's like improv. Yeah. Which but, but I want you to know, and I want Renee to know. Well, he knows now. It's, it was real. <laughs> it was well, a real. Well, then you did a really shitty, weird, fucked up intervention. <laughs> That's really fucked up. <laughs> Listen, at a real intervention, you have their friends and family come in and talk about them. Yeah. He doesn't have any friends or family. So I had his coworkers. His friends and family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So I had the friends and family Hi. come and do it. Yeah, it's crazy that that should didn't I edit work. out his name every time previously. It's crazy that that you should silent it where everyone can read your lips. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. And everyone who knows the story of the intervention will definitely know who it is. Yeah, you should not use his real name okay i'm gonna silence it like you said but if you're out there and you know who i'm talking about write it in the comments (laughs) that's so fucked up and he'll know he doesn't listen to my podcast so unless someone sends this to him which maybe they will but i hope they don't did it occur to you that maybe he drinks more because of this experience 
well, that would be him being a dumb, dumb idiot because yeah. who gets an intervention thrown for them and then drinks more? Someone whose the alcoholism opposite. you worsened by mocking <laughs> them publicly? <laughs> he definitely, there was, so after that, I could tell he was self-conscious about his alcohol drinking. He still did it, but he'd be like, oh, no, I'm chill, I'm chill, I'm blah, blah. It's, it, the reason why he thought I had an alcohol problem is because I take medication and they mix bad together. Okay, well, don't drink. Yeah, it's like, that's don't not even a good excuse. Don't drink on your ma- medication yeah, then. Yeah, that's a bad excuse. It's like, if you have medication that mixes bad with alcohol, then don't drink alcohol. Right. You fucking And dumbass. don't drink a ton of it. And don't drink a ton of it. Yeah, he's just a terrible drunk. God, what else can I say bad about him? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've, I feel I can, like we I covered it, right? I thought of more, but I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. I'm a nice guy. You can't just say that after being a dickhead and have it be true. Yeah, but I'm a nice guy, but it's funny to be a dickhead. But Comedy over nice guy. I mean... Funny I, over niceness. Nice is my second quality. Funny first. Is that a good excuse? I kind of do think funny over everything. Yeah, so I'm still nice. It's just not number one on the totem pole. I don't know. Do you think it's more important to be a good person or to be hilarious? Hilarious. <laughs> then you're probably not a good person. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> I am a good person, just not the best person. The best person would say kindness over everything. But who would you rather hang out with? The best person in the world or the funniest person in the world? You know who I think would say kindness over everything is Jeremiah Watkins. And he's a delight and I love hanging out with him. Agreed. I have nothing bad to say about Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah. That being said. He does roast people. He roasts people. Yeah, so he's not the nicest in the world because he roasts people. But all I'm saying is the kindest person in the world over funniest. I'd, I'd rather hang out with the funniest. Yeah, I would too, for sure. Yeah, even if there was a little bit of, oh, we might rob a liquor store or hold someone at gunpoint, it'd still be worth it. But being someone that you want to hang out with the most doesn't mean that they're the best. We, we agree they're not the best person in the world, but they could still be a good person. I mean, if they're robbing a liquor store at gunpoint, recreationally, it sounds like. They might be going through hard times. I mean, is it based on need or is it for fun? You made it sound like it was for fun. That's true. Uh, Listen, as long as no one gets hurt and it's a chain liquor store, is that that bad of a thing? I mean, mental pain is still hurting. It's still causing harm. And I think holding a gun to someone's head and threatening their life causes mental pain. You think that, but here's what I think. You hold a gun to someone's head at, at a liquor store, you, someone, their friends and family pretend to be, feel bad for them, but really they just got a really cool story because of you. you a kind story of, of trauma. Yeah, you gave them the very traumatic thing to overcome. So you could kind of think, oh, you made that person stronger. Is that what makes you an unlicensed therapist? Yeah. Is that you think that trauma is good if it makes for a good story? It, trauma can be good. How often is that story socially appropriate how often is that story someone wants like let's say we're watching tv (laughs) and we're watching the news and they're talking about a robbery i would then go you know i was robbed at gunpoint once how often in social situations are you watching the news with someone for me the answer is seldom to never okay you might have brought bring it up hey did you hear pink dot got robbed 
Oh, okay, cool. I got robbed once. I've never heard anyone say, hey, did you hear Pink Dot got robbed Not yet. in conversation? Not yet. That seems like an example of someone forcing a story okay, into a go. conversation rather than it coming up <laughs> naturally. Uh, the ATM at the comedy store got robbed once. I would not use that ATM if you put a gun to my head. Why? (laughs) Because I expect to be robbed. No, no, no. The person using an ATM did not get robbed. One night, someone broke into the comedy store and took the ATM machine. There's an ATM in the comedy store? There was. And it was kind of by the main room in the back, um, like connected to the outside wall. And someone stole it. Broke in in the middle of the night. Why was that ever there? For customers to use. Why don't they just use cards? <laughs> because sometimes uh, people want an ATM. There's ATM machines all over the place where they accept cards. It's not a weird thing to do. It seems like asking for 7-Eleven has an ATM machine. They also accept credit cards. But 7-Eleven's a place that someone would go to use an ATM. Because they want cash. It's a gas Some station. people like cash. They want get cash for places that they need it for. The comedy store is a place where some people like to tip in cash. They sell booths in cash, or they used to. There's a lot of reasons to have cash. That's a good point. Yeah. You're right. I didn't think of that. Anyway, the point isn't why the comedy store had ATM machine. The point <laughs> is it got robbed. And if we had held someone at gunpoint, it would have been a great time to put in that story. Did someone, was anyone held at gunpoint in that story? Because the story you just told me didn't. But it's still, it's robbery adjacent. So you could be like, oh, interesting that the comedy store got robbed. One time I got held at gunpoint. Do you think people robbed. might be like, Ari, why are you talking about yourself right now? Ooh. Something just happened that we need to deal with? Nah, nah. They'd be like, oh, interesting. Tell me about that. Here's another. Um, Joe Marisi got robbed at knife point. Oh, poor Joe. Poor Joe. And guess who loves to talk about that story? You? Joe Marisi. I've never heard him mention it. I've heard you mention it once, <laughs> which is infinitely more than I've ever heard him mention it. Bring it up. Call him. Well, yeah, if I fucking bring it up, I'm sure he'll talk about it. That doesn't count as him mentioning and it. And he was very traumatized from Yeah, it. I'm sure he was. But I think it made him stronger. Made him tougher. I doubt made it. Made him funnier. It probably made him more timid. Uh, which he could stand to be less timid. He's, he is a little timid. I think he's timid because he used to be fat. And because he was held up at knife point now. And that. Now he used to be it's fat a combination and has of been held up at knife point. It's a combination of things. Yeah, now it is. But the point is. Before it was just that he used to be fat. Also, which is scarier, getting held up, and held up at knife point or gunpoint? I think knife point's even scarier. I mean, both I think would have. I would rather get held up at gunpoint than knife point, personally. I I'd think rather I would quick rather, and painless die. I would rather death. knife point. Knife? It's like watching the blade go in. It's a out. lot easier oh. to run away from a knife. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be stabbed yeah. or shot. Sure. But if you had to pick yeah, one. Yeah, watching the knife go in would be bad. Horrible. But watching Com- the bullet go in would you be You wouldn't fucking- watch the bullet go in. It's happened so fast. Just boom, it's in. But you would die, maybe. You could, yeah. You have a bigger chance of dying, but at least it would be less pain. I would rather have oh. a worse moment than die. Here's a story I've never told on the podcast before, I don't think. I watched a guy get gunned down at the comedy store. Oh, my God. Traumatized. I was traumatized that night. Now, just kind of a cool story. I'm over it. But you didn't... It didn't happen to you. No, you, but It's still, something you saw. You weren't the victim cool, of that. Still traumatizing. Cool story. 
It was what are we? What's the a, main what room? are we talking about right now? What's the to, what's the topic? What's the conversation? I feel like we were having, we're debating something. We're debating if <laughs> if holding up someone at gunpoint is better for them in the long run or worse. Okay, so this has nothing to do with that. Are we on the same page with that? It's similar. It's adjacent. You, you seeing someone get shot is different than someone holding you up at gunpoint. It's different, You're but they're in the same category. The victim of that experience. Well, I was, I could have, the bullet could have ricocheted and hit me. That person would rather not have been shot. Well, they're dead now. It doesn't matter. It matters to the people who knew them. No, yeah. It, when I say it doesn't matter, I mean it doesn't matter to them anymore because they're dead. Yeah. I mean, it still has a lasting impact. They'd be living right now. So, and that's They sense, were a gang member, so some would say they had it coming. And some would not say that. Who? And some would not say that on a podcast. Who? I wouldn't say that on a podcast. But you'd say it off the podcast? I would never say that. Why'd you wink at me? I didn't <laughs> wink at you. I would never wink at you. Because of the sexual implications or you don't, you're not a winker? It's not something that I do. You don't wink at anyone? I've winked at people before. Just not me. <laughs> The only time I might wink at you is if I was, like, kind of giving someone shit and they didn't know I was giving them shit. Oh, then and I would wink, wink at you to so be like, I'm fucking with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, I'm kind of fucking with you. Yeah, but I'm not going to wink at you because you're fucking with me. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. I'm just being a silly, silly goose. Ugh. What? I don't know. Silly. You don't like that term because Crystalia used it? No, just silly goose, cool beans. Certain things just turn me inside I of myself. Crystalia used silly goose time is one of his phrases. And I'm a Crystalia defender. So I say <laughs> so I brought it back here. I'm now I'm, that's one of his phrases that I've incorporated in starting now. As just uh, every time you hear it, it's me defending him. Why would you pick the worst thing he said? <laughs> To use. <laughs> What's the best thing you said? I don't know. Do you think gay people should be allowed to get married? <laughs> yeah. You do? Yeah. In everywhere or just California? Everywhere. Okay. You're such a fucker. I don't even know what you're going to say next, but I, I know it's going to be. Say. I just <laughs> want to get your opinion public for the world to know what your thoughts are. Yeah. I agree with you. Good. Overall, yeah. I think they should be able to get married. Um, for those of you who don't know, Lara is a stand-up comedian and also a television host. No. Didn't you host a thing on David Spade's show? Oh, I was a correspondent one time. That's, isn't that, that's not considered a host? I mean, I think it would be misleading to say I'm a television host because I did a two-minute correspondent piece one time. So that's, you're a part-time television host. I, one time I did a correspondent thing. It was <laughs> two or three minutes long. She's humble, too. You can see, like, she, I said she's a host. She does won't accept that. Accurate. It's not really true. That you're a host? Yeah, I'm not. Don't you host a, uh, have you hosted stand-up? On TV? Okay, fine, fine. You're right again. <laughs> you're not a television host. <laughs> but you'd like to be one day. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to start saying, I'm a television host. And just haven't booked the right <laughs> role yet. Okay. You see? 
I'm glad I could teach you these things. You got to <laughs> put it out there in the world for it to happen. <laughs> Why would you say that? What? Is, is that even how you think of me? Do you think of me as a television host? <laughs> no one's ever called me Do you think of that. anyone as a television Yeah, I guess you do. You think of like Colin. Yeah, television hosts. Hosts, yeah. Do you think of David Spade as a television host? I don't. I think of him as someone who had his own show. Yeah. But I more think of him as comedian, movie star. Right. Well, that's because he is those things. He's done mm. all those things, you know. So cool. Yeah. So cool. Would you call me a television host? No. But right now, I'm hosting a television show. No, you're not. What do you mean? What do you think this is? It's a podcast. That's on? The com- internet. Look. Look up there. We're on TV right now. <laughs> television host. But we're not. Ari Manis, comedian, we're on a television TV screen host. right now. So what's that mean? Because my show is on a TV? you have a camera that's filming your podcast. So you're saying my show is on the TV right now? Yeah, what channel is this? I think zero, zero. Uh, just zero. playing in this room channel? The HDMI input channel? <laughs> it's a good channel. Everyone's I think got this it. could be on TV. I think this would be a great show. Thank you very much for the compliment. Do we take calls on this show still? You've listened? Of course. You've, never, you've watched the clips. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll take some calls. Cool. But not. I'm not saying we have to right the now. The calls is like a small segment of the show, mainly because I don't get that many calls. So if I burned, if I did a lot of calls throughout the whole yeah. episode, then there'd be no calls next week. Yeah, I mean you can't have the whole thing be. I would. I would like to do if in a perfect world, let's say the show blew up and I had thousands of calls. I would like to, you know, every few minutes. All right, let's take another call. Every lull. Yeah. All right, let's go to the calls. Thousands. Thousands. Yeah. What if you had like 20 a week? That'd be nice too. It's a lot less than thousands. Yeah, but you also, here's the thing you don't realize. So a lot of them come in and they're not usable. So I'll play a call on here. Excuse me. What's that? I'll play a call on here and I will have to edit it out because it'll just be someone going like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) And then that's it, you know? That's the whole call. Things yeah. like that. There's not a lot you can do with that. Yeah. Or not just, much of a question there. Yeah. The, or the last question, but it'll be long-winded and terrible and boring. So there's just... I do editing. To, there's a TV show. Yeah. Every TV show has editing, including this. Mm-hmm. I'm a television host. First and foremost, I'm a television host. Secondly, stand-up. Thirdly, nice guy. Fourthly... Not that nice of a guy. Handsome. Fifthly, recreational tennis player. Recreational Aspiring tennis player. Aspiring recreational tennis player. Yeah, I would say I'm bad at tennis, but I'm better than every comedian except for two of them, except for four of the comedians. I'm bad at tennis and I play so much and I don't get better at all. Do you, have you ever had a lesson or do you kind of just hit the ball? I took lessons through the high school when I was a kid. Got it. So you used to take lessons. So mm-hmm. you have the fundamentals down. Yeah. And my forehand, one in five is like so good. Four in five. Let me ask you this. Do knows? you go for it or do you just try to get the ball over consistently? When I don't go for it, I fuck it up. So you do go for it. When I do go for it, that's when I get the good ones. But I often sure. don't go for it. 
So you mostly, you are a conservative player. Yeah. You kind of just hit it back. I try to just get it over the net. Because when I try to like fuck the, over, the other person over, I fuck it up. So my advice as your tennis coach, <laughs> even though you've never seen me play, so we don't know that I'm better than you, but I know that I'm better than you. I'm sure you are. Because I'm a man. <laughs> yeah. The only man I've beaten was Doug Fager. So he, was he really bad? Probably beat me. Is he really bad or something? Yeah. He and Pat Barker and I are the worst in our um, group. Lose a little weight. I'm, okay. un- I'm unavailable to comment on his body. Do you think you're better than me because of that? I think that that is a more compassionate choice than the choice that you've made. Compassionate? Which is to call people fat on your show, on your TV show. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Motivation. It's not motivational. He's a good friend of mine. He's going to hear this and go, I don't want that being said Have about me. Have you ever been fat weight. in your life? Fat right now. You're not fat right now. I have a dad bod. If, is this the fattest you've ever been? Yes, it is. Okay. So you might not be the best person to speak to what motivates a person to lose weight since you've never been fat. Well, I would. As someone who has been, been fat, I can speak to it and it's not motivating for someone to call you fat. Okay. Well, here's the thing. For me personally. For you personally. Every, even though what you're saying, like, oh, you've never been fat. I've never been fat to you because there's different levels, but I've been fat to me. You're saying I'm too fat to think you're fat. <laughs> you were too fat to think I'm fat. You're not now. I was too fat to ever think you're fat. Yeah, back in your in your fat I life. mean, medically, you're not overweight. You're not fat. Scientifically speaking. Yeah, but I'm fat to me. You are mathematically not fat. Nobody cares about your Who body dysmorphia. Who decides these math ro- rules? No one cares about your Hollywood opinions of your dumb body. Doctors just decide the math rules. Yeah. I know a lot of, my dad's a doctor. Mm-hmm. Most of his friends are doctors. I know a lot of doctors. There's a lot of dumb doctors. I'm not letting them tell me how to think. If you think you're fat, you're fat. Yeah. You think you're fat enough to have medical consequences, negative consequences to your health. That I would consider like obesity. I don't think I suffer from obesity. You can be overweight and have negative consequences like to your what? health without being obese. Like well, what? for instance... With the amount Diabetes. of weight that I've lost, uh, my joints feel better, and it's because I'm carrying around less weight on all of my bones. Mm-hmm. My ankle weights plus my hand weights is 20 pounds, and I've lost more than that. And to think about carrying that around with me everywhere I went, it's like, yeah, of course my knees well, hurt and my back hurt. I would like to have nicer joints. If I <laughs> lost weight, I'd have less weight on my joints. That's I one. guess that's... True. Yeah. There's but no, you would stop having your period. I'd like that too. I hate my period. You could get a fuzzy body. You'll get a fuzzy body. You grow you more hair if you're if in better you shape? you don't, yeah, it's called lanugo. Have you noticed that? On me? Yeah. No, I'm not anorexic. Wait, I, when, when did I say I want to be anorexic? Well, you're thin and you think you're fat and you're talking about losing weight. I so need to exercise more and you're eat right, healthier. I, in the I didn't say I want to stop eating. How many meals a day do you eat? As many as I feel like it. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's bananas. Uh, average. How many meals do three? you feel like eating? Usually three, but sometimes five, sometimes two. Depends. Sometimes on you eat five meals a day. Sometimes I just, like if I'm bored and there's nothing to do, I just eat the whole time. Wow. That sounds awesome. That must be really nice. It is nice awesome, but because of it, be I don't have a body that I like. 
My real goal is to get six-pack abs, get a sleeve of tattoos, and get a hot girlfriend. That's so achievable. It is achievable, but I don't have the willpower. If I call you fat, do you think it'll motivate you it to get those hurt. things? I mean, you've but got. But I know you don't mean it now because you already said you didn't you've think got I was a fat. fat attitude sitting around <laughs> eating all fucking day, bitching about what you want your body to look like. Yeah. See, I do need do some this. mountain climbers, dude. Do some sit-ups. What are you talking about? I need get a this, six-pack. But You're I not need even you. fat. Do you know how easy it would be for you to get a six-fat six-pack? How easy do you think it would be? How a minute, many? a minute a day for a month, and I think you would have a six-pack. One minute. One minute of crunches of holding plank. Doing plank and then doing knees that to would elbows not get me a six in pack. plank. Not one minute a day. One minute a day of mountain climbers. Do you know what those are? Yeah. I think that if you did the minute consecutively all at once. One minute a day? Try it for a month. I want to see before and, and after I'd have pictures. And i to eat healthy at the same time. Drink maybe. A lot of fruits I don't know. You look thin to me. I mean, I'm thin adjacent. I'm thin, but Stand I Stand up and show your stomach. <laughs> it's not pretty. I mean, it's probably better than most comedians' stomachs, but that's a problem. My friend group are all comedians, yeah. and comedians are all pieces of shit. Yeah. If I was in a normal- I mean, not pieces world, of shit, but they're not like athletes. When I say piece of shit, I mean like lazy bones, big old lazy bones. How many motivated comedians do you know? They're out there. They're, I mean, don't I get play me wrong. tennis with a, with a lot of comedians. I'm not saying you're lazy, but wouldn't you say most comedians are lazy people? Physically. Even comedically. Most comedians How many comedians I are know. prolific? How many comedians are putting out content? How many comedians are actually working? Most comedians go to the comedy store, they drink, and then they perform once a night. And they're in their head, they're like, I'm a comedian, I'm doing it. Yeah, I don't really know what else they do during the day, but I do know that they don't write that much. Yeah, most comedians are lazy. Not just physically. I do know that they don't write that much. Yeah, it's hard, and I get it. It's hard to sit down with yourself and write. It's uh, It's really not. You set a timer for 30 minutes and then well, you write. It's not hard like to find the time. It's hard to, for me, it's hard to sit alone with my own thoughts for 30 minutes. Does that make sense? What about if you do it for 15? Again, I'm not saying I can't do it. I do do it. But I mean, I'm saying, would that make it easier hard. for you if you set it's a not smaller even a, goal? It's not a time limit. It's hard. It's hard for me to... Turn everything off and just be alone with myself. Yeah. So that's what helps me with mm -hmm. that is setting like a really small goal because mm -hmm. that then helps you do the hard part, which is turning off the TV, opening up your notebook, yeah. taking the cap off your pen. How, how often do you do that? Um, Since you have a schedule, it sounds like. I write pretty much every day. And for how long? It depends. Sometimes I literally only write for five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter because then that's a new bit or two mm -hmm. to put on stage that night. To and I can't out. remember more than that anyway. And then, so let's say, so that means you come up with a couple bits a day, you're saying? A bit or two. A bit or two a day. So when you try those out, how often do you throw them away? Oh, really? What percentage? Very often. 90. 90. So 90% of the one or two bits you come up with get tossed. Yeah, eventually. Well, Eventually, but yeah. But how or how many times do you try it before you toss it? Three. You give it three shots. Yeah. And you'll change it each time to get try and get it to work. Yeah. And then if three times, or sometimes I won't change it, and I'll just be like, mm, uh, or try it again. Yeah, I'll you try it again. Have confidence, and but then, I'll maybe change the way that like I said it or something. And then if three times it falls flat, you're like, okay, this one's not meant to be. Yeah. 
And that's a bummer, but I'm also totally detached from that because there's because you no... Have, and you've got plenty more. you got one or two a day. Have you ever thought about, um, because of the times we're in, just recording your stand-up into a microphone and adding a laugh track to the whole thing? And no, I've never it? thought about doing that. I heard that. I heard the story, I think from Barry Katz, but I'm not sure. Um, he had Nick Swardson as a client. And you know, did you watch his first Comedy Central Present special? Really good. He, uh, to get the special, you had to submit a half hour to Comedy Central, and he didn't have a half hour on tape, so he did it into a voice recorder with no audience at all and sent it in. And, and, got, and it. got it. That's crazy. That's crazy, right? I feel like that wouldn't work no matter how funny you are. I've in heard stories times. like that, and I think that they already just decided that they liked that person. Yeah, and that's so what just I think. As it a formality, really they were like, I need, we need to see the right. material or whatever. Yeah, that's see, that's the real story, but the way I just told it is it was so good. Yeah, it was that so they good. just had to have him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they knew that they wanted him without right. that piece of dog shit he fucking sent in. You're right. They already were gonna give it to him. Yeah. And he just had to send. Yeah, yeah. they didn't. He didn't get it based on a fucking right. They voice were like, memo. "Who is this guy? Hilarious." Yeah. And it got sent around the office. No. You're right. How did it take me this long to realize that? I don't know. The little boy in me just wanted to believe in the fairy tale. Yeah. But it's not real. Yeah. Were you thinking of sending a voice memo to Comedy Central? Well, I have a half hour tape I could send. Yeah, but I would. I think you should send that instead. No, I'm, I don't even. Comedy Central. Who, Why would no you even want to put Comedy a, Central. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, no, you're on Comedy Central. But a lot of people watch it. It's a great network. Well, but I'm not on Comedy Central with I w- like I a would special. Do a com- yeah, but if they offered me one, I would do it. A Comedy Central special? Sure. Why wouldn't you? I would have said no in March, but in today's now climate, now, yeah. What's changed? If you would have said no in March, it's going to be the same once it's back. Yeah, but right now it's not the same. I would have said yes in March. Opportunities yeah, are different. I guess I have a lot less going on than you. But I mean, I just wouldn't want to like burn the material because they don't... Promote it. ...re-air special. But I yeah. would just hope... That one day it'll end up online. Like, you know what I mean? It all resurfaces eventually. But if you do it on Comedy Central and then Netflix is like, hey, we'll give you a half hour. Hopefully you have enough new material. One or two bits a day. But that's like, do you really want to burn a half an hour of your best material? I just, I don't have confidence that that I would get a Comedy Central half hour and then (laughs) shortly after Netflix would be like, you got a half hour for us? And I'd be like, damn it. I just gave it to, damn it. It yeah, would be, by the time saying. Netflix offered me a half hour, I'll have another half hour. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Who really knows? Yeah. Do you have anything in your life that I could help you with? Any problems? <laughs> Probably not. Or things you need advice on? I, that's a very different question than do you have anything in your life? Yeah, actually, I guess I would take some dating advice from you. Oh, I can give you really good. I would, even if only I date a lot. for entertainment purposes. No, this will be good advice. But you are a man, so you know things that I don't know. Although I know when a I lot get advice from comedians, know. from male comedians, it's always like I don't identify as a male comedian. <laughs> I do comedy, but I identify as just a regular a female guy. television as host. A female television host. <laughs> I'm gay on Facebook too. You mean that's what you're? Think that's how you filled out your about information. And I make like statuses about being gay on Facebook. 
what does that, how does that, how, how does that qualify you to more to give me dating Because advice? I understand from the gay perspective, but I understand you're not straight gay, perspective. Ari. I am on Facebook. That doesn't mean anything. How could you, who, who are you to get to say if I'm gay or not? <laughs> I'm someone who knows that you have sex with women and like it and don't there's, have sex with men. There's a lot of guys who have sex with women and like it that are also gay. I really Just can't so speak you to know. that. I can. I mean, I know that gay men prefer to have sex with other men. Uh, some do. A lot of them do. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them do. A lot of them a do. A lot of them a do. A lot of them do. <laughs> but I'm gay, but I only have sex with women. But You're I identify not gay. As gay. I identify as gay. You're attracted to women. I'm attracted to women. Yeah, but I'm gay. You get it? I can't. I can't do this. What? I can't. I can't. I can't keep going back and forth on this particular point. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. So, how can I help you with your dating life? Um, gosh, I don't know. I don't even have a specific question. Do you have anything that you feel driven to impart upon me? Well, as a friend who I, knows me and gotta, knows my deal. First off, I don't know you that well, and secondly. I think you got to come up with a little something than just general. I need general dating tips. You maybe don't know me that well, but you know my deal. I'm a comedian who are you are you having single. so you're asking for dating advice? Yeah. Meaning you're having an issue with dating. So what is your what problems are you having with dating? Are you not meeting enough people? Are you meeting people and they're the wrong people? Are there guys ghosting you? What's the issue you're having in your dating life? I'm chronically single. And I think a big part of that is because I'm a comedian and that intimidates men. So, okay. So you feel like not enough men are into you or it's hard to get a man to be into you or maybe a man who I, a man who I want. Right. I mean, as far as the guys you, the guys you want, don't want you. And the guys that want you, you don't want the age old problem. Yeah. Now are the guys you want, would you say, uh, that aren't into you? Is it, would you say, are they out of your league looks wise? Are they just not out of your league they just don't seem interested i don't know there's no one in particular right now who i who i like who doesn't like me okay so right now it's good but typically speaking i mean but i'm not dating anyone you're not um are you on the apps i'm on the apps and everyone's such a dumbass that i just can't even talk to them everyone's such a dumbass well Okay, so that's obviously the wrong attitude to have <laughs> when you're dating. <laughs> you're obviously never going to meet someone if you go into it thinking they're a dumbass. Dude, they're so goddamn boring. Okay, I understand the struggle because, yeah, people are boring because we live pretty interesting lives and a lot of people are like accountants and it's hard to relate to like an accountant that works till 6 p.m. every day and then goes home and cooks dinner and then goes to bed. Yeah. And that's their life. Yeah. But a lot of accountants go hike mountains on the weekends. They have a dog. They they do other things. They paint for fun. Things that make them interesting. If you give them a chance and get to know them. Not all of them do. Not all of them are interesting. But it's a numbers game. Dating is a numbers game. So if most people on Hinge are boring and stupid, you might be right. Most people on Hinge are probably boring and stupid. But you, if you want to find love, if you want to be loved by a man, which I think you do, <laughs> then you're going to have to try. You're going to put yourself out there, go out with maybe 10 dudes, 
May line up 10 dates. May line up two dates a week or something. That's so many. Two dates a week? That's yeah. one. No, that's not on many at all. You could go out with one guy on Monday and one guy on Friday. I could do Sundays no and Tuesdays. Okay, do Sunday and Tuesday. So line up a date on Sunday. Line up a date on Tuesday for five weeks. That's 10 dates. It might be weird to say to a guy, hey, do you want to go on a date five weeks from now? Now that I'm thinking about it. But you could kind of like, you could, you could pull it off. So line up 10 dates. And at the end of them, with 10 different guys. And at the end of the 10 dates, I bet you one of those 10 guys, at least one, maybe even two, you're going to go, I'd go out with him again. He was cool. Dude, that was amazing advice. That yeah. was really, really, really good advice. I only give good advice. But I don't know if I can find two guys a week that I want to go on dates with. I, I don't even remember the last date I was on. Well, what was the last part date of that I was is on? because you think I, everyone on there is stupid and boring. So let's just take the stupid oh, and boring like out of it week, and right. only line up 10 dates that you're sexually attracted to. Be yeah, kind of like a guy. Don't give. Don't even get to know them over the app. Of their oh, personality. just like ten faces. Ten faces that you're like, I'd fuck that guy, and I'm not saying to fuck them on the date. You yeah, can yeah. if you want. That's up to you. I'm not gonna fuck them on the date, Jesus Christ. That's up to you. <laughs> you don't need. To, don't say. Don't say I'm not going to. Just I'm in not case going you want to. to. Well, you might want to. Well, I still won't. I won't even kiss them on the date. You don't kiss on the first date. What's fuck wrong no. with you? I don't kiss till like the third or the fifth. It's date. not the sixties. You can kiss a guy on the first date if you wanna, like him. I don't want to kiss someone I don't know. Well, if you like him and get to know him over that date. No, you can't get to know someone over one date. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Not as well as I want to know them before I kiss him. Well, I think, where are you from again? Wisconsin. I think you got to get kick this Wisconsin bullshit <laughs> out of you. You're in LA now. In LA, you kiss on the first date, if you like them. No, in Wisconsin, I did date. kiss on the first date. You did? Yeah. Well, then you got to bring the Wisconsin back in you. No. Yeah. How old are you? I want to get to know someone. I want to know if he wants a relationship. Are you 30? I can't even tell you how old I am anymore, dude. I got so old. I'm 36. Okay, 36 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm 31. Similar age. We wouldn't have gone to high school together, but... Oh, my God. That's crazy. I'm too old to go to high school with you. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not old, but you're older than me yeah. by a little bit. Um, you, have but, to bleep my, you have to bleep my age out because that's bad for the industry. I won't get work as long. Can't they just Google you and your age comes up or no? I'll bleep it out. Yeah, I hope. I mean, I hope but not. Couldn't I just search your name? Like my na- my age comes up when you search my name. I don't know. We can figure that out later. Maybe okay. it comes up. Maybe it doesn't. You've never Googled your name. I mean, not for a long I time. I Google my name probably once every two weeks. I mean, make sure I haven't been canceled. <laughs> I think you'll know if you get canceled. Yeah, because I have a Google alert on my <laughs> name. Yeah, no, I never Google myself. Do you have a Google alert? Huh? No. You should set up a Google alert. Don't know how to do that. Why? That way, when anything new about me comes up online, I'm the first to know about it. That way I could shut it down if it's not good or try to shut it down or promote it if it is good. Hmm. Anyway. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, you got a kiss on the first date. No. If you like them. No. If they're hot, they're nice, they're funny, all things are going well. Would you if, even like to know why I don't like to kiss on the first date? I know why. Why? Because I got to get to know them more and make sure they're good and blah, blah, and But sweet do you know what that means? Do you know why? Why? Because if when you kiss someone, you can like get more feelings for them yeah. than you would have if you didn't kiss them. Yeah, and, but, and I want to know who someone is before I let myself get feelings for them. I don't want to like let chemistry take over and then I'm fucking dating some bonehead. 
are you that easily swayed where if a guy's a good kisser, you're going to immediately yeah, date dude. him? Hell yeah. So if you date a guy, you, you, you think he's obnoxious you, and stupid, but he's a good kisser, you'd be like, this is my boyfriend now? How good of I mean, if he's a good enough kisser. Really good kisser. An amazing kisser will kisser. fuck my head up. Totally. Really? Yeah. Well, I think there's the real issue. Why is why is that fuck your head up so much? Cause you should be able to kiss a guy and not be in love with him. Yeah, but I really like can't. So that's that's what you need to work on. But I don't need to work on it. The work that I do on it is not making out with dudes I don't know. Yeah, that is then, the work. But that mean I don't know. I'm in therapy. I've done so much work on myself. Yeah, but around what does my a therapist know that I don't? A lot. Probably nothing. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No, it's like definitely. I've been a through thing. a lot. I watched a guy get killed at the comedy store. I know. I know. You've Gunned really down. been through a lot. I could give advice because of that. Okay. Okay. Um, we're gonna take some calls. Oh, cool. Hey Ari, my name is Zachary, and I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Um, I just moved into my first house with roommates that I chose, and I'm having some roommate problems. Um, so to start, I feel like I made it clear before I moved in that like I'm clean and I wanted everyone else to be clean and they said, oh yeah, we're clean and I find their dishes to like pile up and not get done for a couple of days and I do my dishes right afterwards and I find myself being the only one like tidying up around the house and all that. So I was wondering... If you have any advice, I know I should just call a house meeting, but I don't want to be that guy. Um, let me know if you have any tips or advice for me on how to deal with this and not look like the a-hole. Thanks. Good question. This is one of the better calls I've ever received. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. I know I can. Uh, have you had this issue? Yeah, absolutely. You strike me as one of the dirty roommates. I've been the dirty roommate and I've been the clean roommate. How did that, how do you switch? So you used to be dirty and now you're clean or what? Because I'm, I'm medium, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I've had oh, people so you've who been are, around really clean people and you've been around dirtier people. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, what would you say to this? What do you say, Zachary? I think Zachary, especially since they don't know you that well yet, you've got to be fucking crazy. So like while you're cleaning up your own dishes, be like, fuck, shit this and like flip out about their shit so that they're fuck afraid of you it's the only way dude do not call a house meeting that is a bitch move that will not do anything don't leave notes don't talk to them remember these you are his friends you cannot change these people agreed i agree with you on everything except don't be a crazy no don't be a crazy person so you agree with nothing because that's my whole plan no but i agree Did he say that they're his friends yeah they're his friends he said, they're my friends. There's two people I liked and I was clear with them ahead of time, blah, blah. Do you I, have any blackmail you can use on them? You don't do blackmail your friends. I mean, I your you friends were nice are the only You were just saying I wasn't the nice person. Look, do you You're want the, the nice dishes person. done or do you want a messy? That's a little... That's, I wouldn't do it. I know your advice was to be I crazy. I would never do that. But that's crazy advice. I would never do that, but... You, you're telling someone something to... You're telling someone to do something you would never do? Objectively? What would you do? If you're going to get... I would move the fuck out. Over dirty dishes? It's an incompatibility. It's it a is. fundamental incompatibility. It's not going to get better. You're not going to change them. I think you're right. But. 
But if what you if he's want in a one-year lease? He's in a one-year lease with them. Did he probably. say that? No, but everyone who have you ever signed less I than think, a one-year lease? No, but I think that if he moved in with friends and they were already living there. So so if he's in a lease, like I don't know, you, maybe you could get someone to sublet. You could still lease, move yeah. out. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe find someone to take your spot on the lease, take over your part. I think that's not the worst advice, but a lot of people aren't gonna just move out they can't move out i can tell you what you need to let go of and that's the expectation that they're gonna suddenly start cleaning their shit they're absolutely not going to if they aren't clean and especially the fact that you already told them ahead of time i like it clean and they're not doing it i don't think they're gonna change i don't think they're gonna become clean one day and i think holding a house meeting also would not make them clean it wouldn't make them clean it's a bitch-ass move Um, one thing that you might, the thing that you can control is like managing your own expectations and you could also maybe set like a couple of boundaries. For example, something you might be able to do is like, if you have a double sink, you could be like, Hey, pile your dishes up in this sink. This can be the sink for your nasty asses. That's a bandaid for the problem. It's a compromise. Here's what I would say. It's a boundary, and the clean sink can be yours. So at least you have room to do your dishes. I mean, dirty, that's so fucking gross. You get flies, you get bugs. Oh, yeah, like, it's I nasty. wouldn't be able to live like it's that. It's nasty. I agree. And I am a very clean person. So, and I've had dirty roommates, which is why I won't have a roommate ever again now that I'm 31 years old. I'm just, I'm done with it. But I can relate to this call a lot. I've been there. And I think I have a few solutions, a few different solutions, all with their pros and cons. Um, one solution would be to split a maid that comes to the house. Now you have your own room, so I imagine the maid for you would all, you'd say the maid will just clean the living room and the kitchen. Now that would fix the problem, but the downside to it is then they would be dirty whenever the maid isn't there. So even if you got a maid once a week, you would probably get dirty two days after the maid was there, if, depending on how dirty these bitches are. Well, and I'd like to add that it sucks from his perspective because if he's doing his cleaning already, right now he has having to pay to for, pay a third for of a someone maid. to do something that he's man enough to just fucking do himself. True. True, and that's the other downside to it. But if you got money, that's one solution. But I think that's the worst of my solutions. The other solution is to build a kitchenette in your bedroom. Turn <laughs> your bedroom into a studio. Get a hot plate, get a mini fridge, get a microwave, Get a toaster oven. Now, the only thing you're missing now is a full-size oven. If you like to cook, that's not a good solution. But it's another solution. Then just let the kitchen get real fucking nasty because you do your cooking in your own room. There's another one. The third solution is shame. You shame them. And not me, not go I going crazy. Every time that they leave dishes in the sink tag them in a story on Instagram. Make it into a joke. Shame them. Say, look at this dirty ass bitch leaving her fucking nasty pot in the sink. Clean up after yourself. How old are you? Shame them into doing it. What do you think about that one? I think that those are, I think that those are great ideas. I love the idea Mm. of him getting the things in his room that he needs from a kitchen except for a sink. I love the idea of shaming them in an Instagram story. I think those are outstanding ideas. I think the bottom line, and for Zachary, you have all my empathy and compassion. Um, The bottom line is you will be irritated with them for the entire time that you are in this living situation. It will never not bother you. I'm sure they're gross in the bathroom too. I bet you share a bathroom. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you will hate this for as long as you live there. It will never go away. Anything that you do to solve it will be temporary. It will maybe get better for a day or two. Agreed. You're not going to change their dirty ass nature. They probably have stinky pussies too. I think that you um, should get out of this living situation as soon as possible. And the thing is, it's going to build animosity. Like you said, they were your friends. You're not going to be friends anymore. No, you're because not going to be friends it. anymore. You're not going to be friends anymore, and it's going to make you hate them in other ways because all you're going to think about is how dirty they make your living space. And it's not fair to you. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to live in a clean space. You deserve your home to be a sanctuary, you know? You've been doing stand-up for how long now? Ten years. Ten years. You've been doing stand-up for a decade. Probably had ups, downs, opportunities blown opportunities that were not blown do you have any things where you think to yourself man i wish i didn't fuck that up you have a show you bombed or an audition you bombed a cool story about you just really blowing it um when i lived in milwaukee a guy wanted me to like feature for him on the road possibly a nationally touring headliner Mm -hmm. and he got me a spot as a feature doing a half an hour or 25 minutes or whatever before him as like an audition and he got you a feature show a show to feature on but one show yeah and and this was for him an audition for him like to check you out or for the club for him okay and i bombed and i got blackout drunk after the bomber or before? I'm sure all night. Like I'm saying, were you on stage blackout drunk or you got blackout drunk after you bombed? No, I'm sure I had been drinking when I was on stage, but I blacked out by the time he drove us back to Milwaukee because um, I don't remember anything he said to me in the car on the way back, but I assume it wasn't good because <laughs> I never went on the road with him. Yeah, and who like who knows? Maybe if you had bombed, he would have been like, "It's okay that she bombed." But then the black, he was like, "This girl's obnoxious because you're black." And God knows what I fucking said. I mean, that's why I don't drink anymore. You know, from that one moment. No, but from who? I mean, just you as an alcoholic, like that. Yeah, Yeah. you you were a blackout drunk. Yeah. Good thing you don't anymore. I would have thrown you an intervention on potluck. Yeah. That's a good story, and I take it you don't want to say the headliner's name. I mean, it was James Irvin Barry. I haven't I heard anything him. about him in a long time, but this was in Milwaukee. And so is he like a local headliner, or is he a—I just don't know. At I don't want to be rude to James Irvin At Barry. that time, he was nationally touring, was but nationally I don't know headliner. what he does now. That's a pretty good story. He was big for me at the time. Yeah, sure, yeah, as a local Milwaukee comic, and how did you know him? Um, like, how did the opportunity come up? Well, I was in Milwaukee. Oh, he lived in Milwaukee. Yeah, and Got he it. just saw me, like, do spots. Got it. So he was, you were both part of the comedy community there. How And how long had you been doing stand-up at this point? Maybe two years. Okay, so you were pretty new. That's a lot of time. 20, 25 minutes, you said? 30 minutes? 25 minutes? It's a lot of time for a new comic. It's a good story, though. It's a good because in your head, you you be like, man, I just fucked my whole life up. When that, I mean, when it that. was one of those sets where, like, time is standing still. And you're, like, going through all your jokes and you're, like, pouring sweat because you're not getting laughs. And right. you're like, 
And you still have 20 I minutes left. I am fucked right now. Like, right. this is not happening. Oh, man. You have 20 minutes left. It's a great story. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for opening up. Yeah. Thank you for opening up today with your heart and your mind and being open to new ideas from me. And I feel like I taught you a lot. You did. You a I learned person. a lot. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. I think this went well. I had a great time. I think it went well, too. Do you have anything that you would like to plug? Maybe your Instagram handle? Yeah. Um, at Lara Bites, L-A-R-A-B-E-I-T-Z. And I'm on Twitter, too. Check her out on social media. Uh, I'm, I play a clip of your stand-up at the beginning of the episode, so they've seen your, of the clip that I chose. But check out her other clip. Check out all her content. Good stuff. A funny comedian. Performs all over the country. Um, used to be really nice, still kind of nice, but used to be like really sweet person. Yeah. You have to be bitchier if you get thinner. Yeah. So now she's like matching her thinness, but like her a lot. Hope you guys do too. God bless you. And we'll see you next (laughs) week. Bye. You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Therapy with Ari Manis Ari Manis was that that was the end of the episode that was the outro song did you enjoy it did you enjoy that episode i did that was one of the better episodes i felt like my comedic chops were really hot in that show i was confident i was being mean to people i was interrupting i was saying it how it is all the fun stuff are you still watching are you one of the four people still watching comment below if you are still watching and don't just Say to yourself, oh, the other people still watching will comment. No, you thumbs up the video and still comment below or leave me a review on iTunes and say that you're still watching. I want to see how many people. Is it four? Is it one? Is it zero? Is it five? How many will it be? Let's find out together. Thank you for doing it. God bless you all. God bless America. I'm going to start working out tomorrow. Probably won't, but I'm, I'm saying that to myself right now. Tomorrow's the day.